0: Welcome to Voices from the Frontline from the Christian Medical Fellowship, where we hear from healthcare professionals on the frontline of the COVID-19 pandemic. And we've been speaking with many uh, people who are working clinically, but behind the scenes is a vast number of of scientists who are working, as we hear in the media all the time, on things like vaccines and understanding uh, the virus better. So I'm delighted today to be joined by a scientist, um, joined by Dr. Tim Jenkins. Welcome, Tim.
1: Well, good to be here.
0: Well, it's great to have you, Tim. Now, you're head of clinical development for a pharmaceutical company in the UK. And I know that you've got a fair background in, in virology. That's the, the study of viruses. Just give us a flavour of what you've been involved in in the past. And then, lean, yeah.
1: Yeah, sure. So I, um, I've i worked in academia uh, previously in the UK, but also in the US. I was at the National Institute of Health uh, for about eight years. Uh, they're working on the AIDS virus virus. Um, and we, we had a lot of success there in academia point of view, we, we, we saw the structure of one of the key enzymes there. Um, and then I have um, came back and then working in the UK mostly for about 20 years in drug development. One of the interesting things is that as a couple of years ago, I was working for a biotech company focused on uh, developing a treatment for respiratory viruses. So I, I guess it's um, very apropos to, to our conversation today.
0: Yeah, fantastic. Um, And Tim, just give us a feel of what things are are like at the moment in the scientific community. I know that your role is involved in briefing a large number of people in your in your company and and beyond.
1: Yeah, so it's uh, interesting times um, for drug development. One of the obviously the biggest things you don't want to be doing when you're running clinical trials is is putting drain on a, a healthcare service that's trying to um, deal with the virus. So that, that's clearly what's going on. A lot of trials have been paused, stopped. Um, obviously um, our company does uh, oncology as well. And so obviously for certain patients, they have no other option uh, perhaps for for treatment. So oncology studies um, for the benefit of those patients that are trying to continue. but again, trying to be sensitive to to what's happening with the, with the healthcare industry. But uh, I would say also um, probably most companies are looking into their cupboards of compounds and uh, trying to see if there's anything that can be repurposed. Uh, A, either to um, target the virus, Um, and inhibit the viral replication, or also actually maybe even target um, the immune system. One of the things that's come out is that the characteristics of people who do very badly with COVID-19, not just the demographic knowledge, which is out there, but actually uh, from an immunological point of view, um, some of the key signs that are being uh, are seen in some of the individuals uh, who are doing quite badly. And there may be an opportunity for drugs which dampen down certain parts of the immune system could be repurposed uh, to dampen down perhaps over an in, inflammatory uh, lung response to the virus. So, so those studies are ongoing. And um, so, yeah, there's a lot of energy and work being put in by many, many bright people to solve this.
0: Thanks, Tim. Um, now, one question I've got to ask you, and I get a lot of these comments on posts that I put out on social media from uh, from people who say they don't have a faith, and they'll say, "Yeah, you Christians, stop praying about this stuff. Get to work and do some science. Yeah, you know, let's be led by the science." I hear that all the time. Now, you're a Christian and you're a scientist, so tell us, you know, how do those two fit together?
1: <laughs> mm. Well, they, they fit together really well because they're both aiming to do the same thing, although there are differences. So, basically. Uh, As a scientist, if you cut down to the real basic thing, you're really seeking after truth. You're looking to find truth um, and find that truth and and confirm truth. And that's exactly the same thing as a Christian. You're seeking after truth and finding truth. So it's the the same process, um, the same level of scrutiny, the same level of understanding, that sort of thing. So in a way, also, um, I find true scientists are quite humble because you realize you don't really understand everything and but you're having to be a learner and it's exactly the same in the christian faith so mm. you know, it was hand in hand
0: mm. yeah and you mentioned um humility there um what, what sort of reflections have you had on that because so many of us are so, been so confident i found that with myself i'd have been so confident in my life and planning the future uh, and this just really brings all of that into question doesn't it so wh- where are your reflections on that
1: yeah it's that's a good good question. I, I think that's one of the things that struck me actually about this whole sort of uh, the last few weeks, really. I mean it's been obviously a, a couple of months maybe if you look at it worldwide, a few months. I think humility is a word that comes to mind for me because uh, it's a time of humbling, I think for us as, uh, as especially in the West, maybe uh, and other other countries as well, where I think there's a tendency often for us to have this ex- um, exceptionalism where we think, well, we're different, and um, we're special, and we have all this knowledge. Um, but actually, knowledge and wisdom are totally different things. And sometimes, even you have buckets of both knowledge and wisdom, you still get, you still get humbled. I think, and I think it's a realization that we're not in control. Um, now, from a Christian point of view, well, that's obvious. We we understand that um, we have a God who's who's uh, above and beyond, but also intimately involved in our lives as well. So. I think that aspect of humbling is good. It's good for everybody to, 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 to reflect on the fact you're not in control. Sometimes when things crash into your life, you know, like a car crash or literally or a disease, um, you realize you're not in control. But um, most of the time we, we tend to live our lives in sense of, uh, oh, well, you know, it's not going to happen to me. So I think what's, what this is, you know, what COVID-19 is, is doing is, is showing us all at the same time that we're not in control. So, so, and that's a healthy thing, I think, too, because it, it stops us going down ways of um, kind of using our lives or, or, um, or living lives that really aren't really focused on what's important.
0: Yeah. Thanks, Tim. And, and just as we close, anything else that you that struck you in the last couple of weeks you'd like to share with us?
1: Well, I, I guess the other thing is I think when you have a crisis, the classic thing, and it's, it's always been true throughout history, and it's it's true today it brings out the best in people but also brings out the worst in people and recognizing that and but i I do think um this uh, along with with humbling us uh, in to some extent even though we're all trying desperately both within the scientific and and healthcare community to deal with this is a remembrance that life is short and um that also you know the bible talks about life being a a vapor that's here and gone and again that's that's good to remember because again you make you make realize that you know life is important uh, but it's short and and I guess for those that have no faith that's uh, that's something they, they tend not to want to think about um but for the Christian um then you know we have this wonderful future ahead of us that that actually we're going to have another physical life that it's that, that's, that's coming down down in front of us not because of anything we've done, but because of what Jesus has done. So I think for for me, um, the humbling part for me personally and the remembrance part uh, has been very helpful, even though, you know, this is a time we don't want to be involved. In. It's not something what I have to have to deal with, but it's something that I think can have some positives that come out of it.
0: Great. Tim, thanks so much for joining us today. Really appreciate it. You're welcome. It's a great reminder there from Tim uh, how science and faith interact and here at the Christian Medical Fellowship we have a number of resources um, on our, our website cmf.org.uk under our publications particularly where we address these questions we give talks in universities around the country, we have uh, groups in every single medical school, many nursing schools uh, around the country where we, we will debate and, and give talks on these issues so do check out those resources, do join us to pray every day because we believe in science, we believe in prayer of course, pray it seven o'clock every day um, on our social media channels. This has been another voice from the frontline. We look forward to joining you next time. Bye for now.